Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today we're going to talk through a very hot subject that I've had a lot of people request me to speak about, and something that I am finding is a real secret to getting world-class results when it comes to shredding body fat and building muscle at exactly the same time. And this is something we utilize with all of our clients of CJ Coaching and within Shredder Nate. And that is my secret carb cycling approach and we're going to explain that on today's episode to give you some practical advice in terms of how you should carb cycle, why you should carb cycle, and why carbs aren't the enemy. Now, carb controversy. So why low-carb diets have got it all wrong? So there's a few things you want to think about here. And like in the past few years, uh, I bet you will have heard or thought some of the following that like carbs will spike your blood sugar and insulin and, and slather on body fat. Um, carbs and sugars and grains cause inflammation carbs and um not, are not an essential part of the diet like fat and protein so these seem a lot logical and simple uh, which is the problem and why a lot of people believe into like basic statements like this so do carbs increase insulin levels yes they do does increased insulin after meals lead to fat gain no and what are we trying to avoid fat gain so insulin is actually a satiety hormone in other words it makes you feel like so that makes you feel full so the idea that on uh, that on its own leads you to like gain fat logically doesn't actually make any sense because we also have to take away not just the science in terms of the mechanisms in terms of how carbohydrates instantly act in our body, but also psychologically like human behavior and how you eating carbohydrates, for example, will stop you binge eating and overeating sort of meals later on in the day, for example. So are carbs less important than protein and fat? Good question. And like this is something that a lot of people are very very controversial on. and like, we're talking about carbohydrates if we're talking about processed carbs then obviously we don't want um heavily processed crap foods we want to avoid things that have got high in fructose uh, fructose corn syrup and things like that which are the absolute enemy so like there's a few things we want to focus on so to build uh, build muscle and strip body fat the key here we have to look at is we want to actually focus on our training first so we want to focus on creating an adaptive response within the body So how do we do that? We fuel the body for performance. So we set up an environment where you and your body, you feel awesome. Your body's primed, ready to be able to train and exercise at its utmost peak state. Now, what this will allow you to do is push your body harder and like break down more muscle tissue when you train, lift more weights, do more reps, increase the intensity. And this will allow you to then um, create an adaptive response from the muscle tissue. So what we want to do is we want to cram nutrients around the workout to fuel performance. And then we can create an adaptive response in, in simple essence. Now, how we do this whilst doing this in a carb cycle to lose body fat is we tactically and sneakily will keep our carbohydrates around the workout. So we're talking about pre-workout, intra-workout and post-workout. So those are three windows of opportunity where we want to try and have carbohydrates to peak performance and also focus on recovery because it's not necessarily how hard we can train, it's how hard we can recover. Because if you can't recover with training, you just keep digging a bigger and bigger hole, which your body won't be able to get out of. So recovery is very important. And that's why carbohydrates are vital post-workout and very, very important. So one of the things we really want to focus on here is not thinking about just fueling the workout, but also recovering from the workout. The two go very, very much hand in hand. So if we think about, if we take things back, so we all know, and I bang on about this like a broken record, the key to burning body fat is we need to be in a calorie deficit. So if we want to be in a calorie deficit and we also want to be able to build muscle and burn body fat at the same time, we therefore need to be able to think about, okay, 
we've got this window of calories that we can use. So say, for example, we've got 2000 calories. Now let's say we have those 2000 calories. Where would logically be the most important place to put those in the day around the workout, the majority of them. So we can put our carbohydrates, our proteins all around pre intra and post workout to fuel performance. And the rest of the day we'd have slightly less calories and slightly less carbohydrates. So this is logically how we would set this up. Now, in terms of a carb cycle and how this works, we're almost essentially creating a carb cycle within the day. So we're going to have almost like a carb window, which is almost like the anabolic training window. We'll be shuttling nutrients into the muscles. And then we're going to have almost like a protein fat uh, sort of stage where we're almost going to be like not in ketosis, but you get my point. We're not going to be having carbohydrates coming in. So that's really how we look to set things up on a day basis when we're training. I would also recommend for people who... Um, on the rest days, so days you're not lifting weights, you have a reduced intake of carbohydrates. So this doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to zero carbohydrates, but I would suggest, for example, you have significantly less and less calories on a rest day. So this will create more of a carb cycle through the week. So this would be a very basic pattern. So for example, you train four to five days a week with carbohydrate um, with weights. So those four to five days, you'd have slightly higher carbohydrates. So let's take an example, my own diet. So for example, I will have around 250 grams of carbohydrates on those days. And then on my rest days, I will have 150 grams of carbohydrates. So around 100 grams less. Now this will create more of a carb cycle through the week. And you can also go into different aspects of having a higher carb day, which I also do myself. So on my biggest training day of the week, say for example, legs, where the energy output and the physical demand on my body will be the greatest, I will have an increased amount of carbohydrates. So I'll take my carbohydrates up to 300 grams and I'll reduce my fat intake slightly to offset some of the calories there. Now, I often do this with clients by we adding things like uh, muffins pre-workout, extra fruit, like little sne sneaky sweet treats. And this is one of the beauties of carb cycling is that we can have these foods that we love that are quote unquote, like not healthy. Then they are healthy, they're basic, but like, they're not what you necessarily conventionally think you could have in a diet. So clients come to me and I'm like, so do you like, uh, for example, Cocoa Pops? Do you like his cereal? Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Okay, let's, let's put that in a diet. Like, but I'm trying to lose weight. It's like, yeah, but trust me, this will work superbly well. So for example, using cereal post-workout re works really well because, um, and in terms of cereal, I'm going to talk about low-fat cereal. So the fat content in cereal has to be less than, four grams per hundred grams so it's less than four percent fat so unfortunately i'm a big fan but we have to avoid things like granola because the fat content is too high and um, but things like cocoa pops corn flakes rice krispies they will work superbly superbly well um, so we can add that in as a carbohydrate source post-workout and that works really well in terms of shuttling nutrients into the body gives you a sweet treat after training which then makes it easy for you to adhere to your diet and uh, means you love in life, which is really the key. So uh, the big, big thing is that making sure you enjoy diets and it's not something that you like, oh, here's another chicken and rice meal. You should enjoy every meal you eat. And that's really what we try and push here at CJ Coaching. So coming back to carb cycling. So we've got pre-workout pre, pre, uh, meal, intra-workout, post-workout. So we want carbs at all those windows and we want to try and reduce carbohydrates the rest of the day. So I've briefly touched on post-workout already because so I got excited to talk about cereal. Um, so we're going to take things back. We're going to go down to intra-workout. So we're going to go in reverse order. So intra-workout, this is probably the golden window of opportunity where I have a lot of clients come to me, uh, in particular, client Jason, who um, is from Newcastle, absolutely killed it as soon as we started putting in carbs into a workout with him. So if you think about it logically, when we train, we have around 77% of our 
blood in our body goes into the muscle cells, uh, sorry, into muscle cells, into the muscle tissue, whereas normally at rest, it's around 20%. So if you think about it logically, when is the best time to feed the body with nutrients, uh, with nutrient-rich blood, um, with glycogen, amino acids, creatine, all these things? It's when we're training. And that's why, obviously, when you get a pump and train, there's blood in the muscle. So intra workout, I recommend that everyone uses creatine, so around five grams of creatine into workout. Um, creatine is the most scientifically proven supplement that works. It, there are no health consequences to it, providing you're fit and healthy. So there's no issue with that. Men and women can use it as well. It's also very good for cognitive function, so I'd recommend that. Next up, we want to be using uh, essential amino acids. So we want to be using essential amino acids because the giveaways in the name, they're essential because our body cannot create them ourselves rather than the cheaper form that most supplement companies tend to push, which are called branch chain amino acids. So we want to put essential amino acids in there. I'd normally recommend, recommend between 10 to 20 grams. A uh, great company is Intramino would be um, by Adapt is a good product. Um, would be something I'd recommend. And then lastly, carbohydrates. So in terms of carbohydrates, what would I recommend? Uh, you could use something like cyclic dextrin, which has a very low molecular weight in terms of carbohydrates. And that basically means that your, um, like, have you ever heard the analogy when you were younger, like your mum would be like, oh, don't go swimming after you've had, after you've eaten because you'll get cramps and you'll drown. Well, that's because hypothetically, once you've got food in your stomach, you, all your blood, blood in your body is rushing to your stomach to try and digest that. And then you get muscle cramps. So, and then your mum's worried about you drowning. But in reality, if you use something like um, cyclic dextrin or dextrose that's very fast digesting, very easy on the stomach, what will happen is that it won't pull so much blood into the stomach to digest it, and then you won't have any issues. So that's what I recommend for, for carbohydrates. I also recommend if you wanted to and you've got a higher carb allowance, you could use some coconut water with the uh, carb powder because that gives uh, extra hydration and a fruity taste like you're on holiday. Uh, and uh, last but not least, the other thing I'd like to add an intro workout would be glutamine. So glutamine is a type of amino acid, which is amazing for recovery, immune system, actually, most importantly, repairing the gut and gut health. So if we think around 70 to 70%, sorry, 70 to 77% of our, um, like our actual immune system is based off our digestive health. It's very important we protect that. And again, having glutamine intra workout is a great way to get those into the muscle cells and, and help recovery with digestion. So that's the intra workout setup. In terms of how many carbs you use intra workout, it's obviously depends and dependent on your goals, how big you are, how much muscle you have, mass you have. I personally wouldn't suggest anyone goes over 40, 50 grams. I personally tend to use around 25 to 30 grams. I think it's optimal for myself and for most people because I generally tend to prefer to eat most of my carbs. Next up, we've got pre-workout. So a very common question is how often, like when should we be eating a pre-workout meal? So again, this is person dependent. I would suggest that most people want to be eating probably about 90 minutes before training. Now, what we want to think about here is we want something that's very easy to digest and it's not going to blow us out. So one popular bro science favorite is oats. Oats are awesome. However, I would highly suggest that everyone gets gluten-free oats because gluten has a very bad effect in terms of digestion causing bloating. bloating. Uh, optimally, I would suggest for actually something instead, which is called ground rice uh, or cream of rice. And that's basically basic ground up rice powder. Uh, if you check out my YouTube, I've got four videos on how to make this, but it's super easy to digest, causes no bloating. It goes straight down, an absolute treat. That with the Muscle Nation chocolate honeycomb whey is literally legit. Um, and I also suggest adding a, a small amount of fats to this meal to slow digestion through training. So I recommend either using uh, like something like lint dark chocolate, 90%. Yes, I said dark chocolate and a fat loss diet. Or you can use uh, coconut oil or you could use some almond butter. Those would be the sort of things I look to add in there. So that's how we look to set up meals generally around the anabolic window. 
So key here with structuring this as a carb cycle is to make sure that obviously we're in a calorie deficit. So we need to make sure that we're moving, uh, moving plenty and that we're actually burning more calories on a daily basis than we're consuming. Therefore we drop body fat. So this is how I would set up a carb cycle for myself, for clients and how practically to implement that for yourself. If you need any help with this, drop me a message. I'd absolutely love to help because it is a real science and a real art and tactically putting these things together can really optimize your results and get your body running like a finely tuned machine. Cause we want to think about it. We want to fuel our body to perform optimally and get results. And that's what we do with carb cycling. Carb cycling is really, really powerful in terms of allowing you to perform at your best, keep your thyroid fight functioning at full power. Because one of the issues when we go into very low carbohydrates is that our thyroid actually decreases. So um, our T3 levels drop down and you get cool, you get a, a syndrome that's called euthroid uh, six syndrome, which is basically where you get constantly cold and sluggish. Um, so that's quite a common so I've seen it a few times with women I used to work with who are like, oh, I'm always cold and they, they never eat anything. And I'm like, yeah, I know why. <laughs> I know why. Um, and the other thing we want to think about when people restrict the carbohydrates too much. So what happens is carbohydrates have a very big impact in terms of managing cortisol. So cortisol is a, uh, is a, a stress hormone. And cortisol also causes fat storage. And cortisol increases when you decrease carbohydrates super low. And also testosterone goes down as well, which is not something we want to eat. So we want to make sure we're keeping regular amounts of carbohydrates into our diet to keep testosterone up, keep cortisol down. So then that hormonally our body's in an optimum position to try and build muscle and burn body fat. And this applies exactly the same to women. This actually has huge amounts of uh, negative effects on women's hormones when they go super low in, um, low in regards to carbohydrates. Um, and they get what's called hypothalamic aminorrhenia, which is a difficult word to pronounce, um, which basically is their HPA axis goes completely out of function. Um, so their mood, digestion, stress response, immune system, libido, metabolism, all goes to absolute shit. Um, and it can ruin things like their menstrual cycle, fertility, uh, bone density can go down, anxiety goes through the roof, like muscle loss happens. So it's really, really important that we try and like mitigate these things by making sure we have carbohydrates within our diet. And that's why at CJ Coaching, we pre preach that we need all macronutrients because they're all designed to be utilized within our body at the right times. And that's the key for you being healthy, happy, looking awesome, feeling awesome, and performing awesome. And that's how you build muscle, shred body fat, build the lean athletic physique, and gives you a little of a nutshell in terms of the approach that we use with clients. So there we go. Hope that was helpful. If this gives you a bit of insight to carb cycling, drop a message. We appreciate any feedback. Share this with a friend. Share this to your stories. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like any help, please feel free to hit the link below the podcast or drop me a message. And we can book you in for some of the spaces we have this week for a free six-pack strategy call. Look forward to helping you be your best for the rest of 2020 and starting 2021 strong.